Welcome to the Cocktail Lovers podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Sandra. And together we are the Cocktail Lovers. Indeed, we're a married couple and we've been writing about cocktails for the past 12 years. But this is the place where we're going to be talking about cocktails. We are indeed. And we're going to be talking about products. We're going to be talking about books. And we're going to be talking about the bars that we love and we think you'll love too. We're also going to be checking in with some of the best drinks industry people around the world and asking them to share their top tips with us to help you up your mixing game at home. Indeed, we like to think of ourselves as your new best friends, cocktail-wise. Okay, so Sandra's saving her voice at the moment because she's a little bit croaky. So let me tell you what's on the show. We're heading to Nomad in London to check out not one, but two amazing new bars. We're also discovering a lower 65, a new spirit drink, and Baldaria, a series of brilliant quality vermouths. From our library, we're checking out Schofield's fine and classic cocktails. And if that's not enough, we're also talking with the amazing Andy Shannon about his new website, which we think every home mixer will absolutely love. Okay, so today what we're making is a hot toddy. As you may tell, my voice is a little bit on the horse side and I have got a bit of a cold. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So I've decided to do something that I do to try and ease my throat, which is a hot toddy. Now, people can make them anyhow that they want to. The way that I do it when I'm feeling poorly I will boil some water. And my mum never used to boil water. She just really? used it. No, she is typical West Indian. It says just put all of the alcohol in, a bit of lemon, a bit of honey, and stir it together. And so no water. No water at all. Oh, <laughs> no I, I dilution. Like, I like your mum's recipe yeah, Absolutely. I've gone a little bit more, you know, what shall we say, conservative on that <laughs> side. And so what I will do is boil some water. Then add some honey. So you can have a bar spoon or two. It just depends on your taste. So sometimes if my throat feels as hoarse as it does now, I'll put two bar spoons of honey into a glass. Then add about the juice of about half a lemon. And again, always see how much juice your lemon has. I'll put half a lemon in this one, which I've squeezed out earlier. Mix those two together. Now, you can put the alcohol in at this stage. I usually do it, and bartenders, if you're listening, you can chastise me as much as you Mm -hmm. like. This is my way of doing it, and I need the comfort, so leave me alone. (laughs) So then I will pour my hot water in. Yep, nice and hot. Sorry, Gary, I haven't made you one because your throat isn't as bad no, as mine. I mean, I mean, I can, I'm inhaling it all. <laughs> I'm feeling better. Exactly, and you know what? I leave quite a lot of room at the top of the cup so I can fill it with the spirit of choice. Now you can go for rum, you can go for whiskey. Today I'm going for brandy, and I'm going for my new favourite brandy, which is Seven Tails. And I just top that up. Gosh, I can smell that. And that will do the job just nicely. Let me taste. Oh, yes. 
feeling better? I can feel my throat feeling better already. <laughs> Listeners, do this yourself. If you're cold coming up, either in the summer or the winter, reach for your hot toddy. Does the job like a good one. Right, today I'm very intrigued by this bottle. It's not something that I've seen before or know that much about. We got it in a couple of weeks ago. We've left it unopened and um, just thought that we'd give it a crack today. It's called Aloha 65 and it's very, how should we put this, garish, the bottle? It's I would say it's camp. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing wrong with that. It is a bright turquoise bottle with yellow and red lettering and a hula hula babe on a on a surfboard. It's sort of, you know, it it I don't know, good times maybe. It's called the spirit of Aloha and it's not actually a generic spirit. I think they call it a botanical spirit. So it's a a mix of fresh pineapple, ginger and chili infused spirit drink coming in at 27% ABV. So what they're saying is you can store it in the fridge, chill, shake and serve. So you can just shake it and serve from the bottle. But also I did look on the website as well and they do have a lot of, of cocktails. So you can use this as a base for the cocktails, or you can just drink it on its own. So it's a screw top. We have a lot of um, corks, and this is the first uh, screw top that we've had for quite a while. So we're going to give it a, a go. What are yeah, you thinking? I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting to see what color it comes out, because the bottle is completely uh, solid in terms of its solid mm. blue. I couldn't see what color it was inside. What do you think of uh, solid bottles? It's a bit when I've never actually sat down and thought about it, but looking at it now, I do wonder if you sort of you want to miss see out something. a little yeah. bit on seeing the natural colour. But it's it is kind of almost a little bit uh, cloudy. Yeah, it's um yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. I mean, you can see that there's a it's a pineapple-y base. Mm. It's quite interesting actually. There's a sweetness there um from the pineapple, but there's a real um fiery kick coming through yeah. and that's from yeah it's not just any old chili these are scotch bonnet chilies and mm. i know these it's um, very much that we use in in caribbean dishes oh, right. so it does add a, a real punch to it um i i quite like it it's not bad actually no, i'm quite surprised because it is it's kind of it, it is very sweet straight away but mm. then as you say that chilies really sneaks up in. and it sort of then kind of takes over yeah in, in a good way yeah exactly and i think the funny thing is the, the the color of the bottle almost makes it look gimmicky but it tastes more serious than the bottle looks yeah yeah you know so i think it, it's interesting that you said that there are cocktail recipes yeah because i th- having tasted it and my cynicism has gone yeah um I'd be really intrigued to try that. Yeah, and I think it stands up on its own. You know, it's just something that if you don't want to make cocktails and you're out in the garden and having a a sort of social gathering, this is a great thing to just pour over ice. It's um, not too in your face in the ABV department. So, you know, you can, it's nice for drinking in the day, I'd say. But yeah, it would be interesting to see what the cocktails are. But 
Yeah, it's not bad. I I wasn't uh, I wasn't holding out a huge amount of hope for it. <laughs> in a way, that sounds awful, but I don't mean that in yeah, a bad way. I just I just yeah. wanted to see what it what it's like, and yeah, I will definitely I definitely drink that again. Mm, me it's, too. Um, Price wise, I think it's about twenty two pounds, and again, we'll have all of the stockist details along with the beautiful garish bottle on our <laughs> Instagram page. And when you see it, there will be no filter. <laughs> so my selection today is Baldoria Vermouth. It's relatively new. I think it launched sort of towards the end of 2019. And interestingly, it's from the people behind Little Red Door and Lulu White Bars in Paris. So straight away, you think that sounds intriguing. That sounds like it's going to be quality. Obviously, that's uh, in France, in Paris. But the, it, they've worked with a distillery uh, in Italy called Agala, and they've produced a range. We've got the Dryer, the Rosso, and the Bianco. And I think the thing that first up that I would say about vermouth, and I think Sandra and I, we've talked about this a lot in the, recently. Mm. If you go back, I don't know, five years or something, you could, weren't that many, you could count them almost on one hand, the mm. amount of vermouth choices, although they were very, very good vermouths. Now it's become a thing, and there are some fantastic yeah, vermouths out there. Yeah, and it's good that they've become a thing because, you know, you can mix with them, but actually you can drink them on their own, lengthened over, you know, with some soda and some ice, and it's a beautiful, beautiful drink. Yeah, I think that's certainly for us uh, last summer. It became one of our drinks, vermouth. Uh, trying lots of different vermouths that were coming our way um, with tonic or with soda. So onto Baldoria, they were created by these guys. And because they're from a cocktail background, they wanted to create vermouths very much with cocktails in mind. And um, indeed, I believe that they, they featured on the, the most recent uh, menu at Little Red Door before lockdowns and things We should in. mention that Little Red Door is a, a brilliant bar. And yeah, absolutely. In, in, yeah, in a couple of our favorite, favorite bars yeah. in Paris. And um, so, yeah, they were created with cocktails in mind. That might account for the fact that they're a tad Stronger in the ABV department, 18%, right? as okay. opposed to sometimes they're, I don't know, 17 and a half or something like that. We today are going to try the dry. Mm. Um, the bottles are lovely. They kind of look like wine bottles, but they've got... Lovely sort of, labels. They're kind them. of, I can't actually score, they're kind of like works of art. Mm. They look like almost... Almost like abstract works of art. Now, please don't think that we only go for bottles that have great labels. I mean, of course, that helps. But, uh, you know, we do actually, as in the case of Aloha, go for different kinds of labels as well. It just so happens that the, the past few things that we have been reviewing do have exceptionally good labels. Yeah, and I think, to be fair, uh, we've sort of touched on this before, you know, if the liquid inside isn't any good, then label ain't going to save it. But having said that, if you have a great packaging design, it's mm. going to help your. Well, you, you know, know, let's face it. There's so the many candy. things. There's so many things on the shelves these days. You know, so how do you choose unless you know what your favourite is already? So of course, the label is going to draw you in with with good reason. But as we say, it's the liquid that counts. Mm. And talking of liquid. Uh, I absolutely love this. Mm. I think this is so delicious. Wow. wow. It feels like 
Mm. You know, it just feels like freshness, and it feels like you're in the forest. Yeah, there's grass in there, isn't oh, it? Just, yeah, you're getting taste mm. of summer. The flowers in there, really lovely herbs. And and the thing is, you know, maybe people didn't really think about vermouth as a drink on their own, but this is a great example of a vermouth that you could drink straight. Yeah, and and the irony is, is uh, as I said at the beginning, they they've created it for cocktails to mm. mix. But yeah, absolutely. I would drink this straight over ice. I mm. would definitely try it with tonic and soda, and also maybe play around with some others because there's lots and lots of sl- beautifully slightly flavoured uh, sodas out there, and I think that would be fun yeah, to try it would. in the summer. It would. And again, you know, there's certain things that you don't want to mess around with too much. So I know that it's been formulated for mixing but actually you want that lovely herbaceous quality to shine through in your glass so yeah you don't want to i wouldn't want to put too much with it you know no. so yeah i i love it i beautiful i absolutely adore this I, interestingly i did wonder about the name and i did a i looked into it and there's some notes on the back of the bottle and it actually means mm. baldoria means spree or revelry oh. which i kind of like so it kind of suggests Good times with good friends, mm. which I like. So, um, yeah, I think that's getting a big thumbs big up. Big thumbs from both up, of definitely, us. Yeah. definitely. So that uh, comes in at around about nineteen ninety five a bottle. I believe you can get it at the Whiskey Exchange. But as ever, do check out the Cocktail Lovers Instagram, and you'll see some pictures of the bottle and some more details. And now for a cocktail hack from one of our experts. My name is Simone Caporale. I'm an Italian bartender and a very good friend of the cocktail lovers. To make a beautiful drink, an aperitivo, for example, at home, you don't need many things. Don't complicate yourself because aperitivo must be something very simple, something effortless. My idea is to get some vermouth, put it in the fridge, chill it. You don't, you don't have ice? Fine, doesn't matter because it's getting chilled on its own. I like to make drinks at home without ice generally speaking because you never have so much space in your freezer so for example if you like to make yourself a martini you don't have ice measure some gin put one spoon of water inside of it in a glass put in the freezer for five minutes and that's when you get the dilution from the water you get the cold temperature from the freezer and your martini is ready not shaken not stirred simply chilled from the cocktail lovers see our digital and print magazine and make sure that you subscribe you can find out all about it on our website thecocktaillovers.com and also you'll find out where to subscribe for our magazine which is available four times a year in digital and print so this is a review of somewhere that we've been. We've been looking forward to this for about five years, actually. <laughs> At least. Yeah. And it's the opening of Nomad London, which is the first venture for this fantastic group outside the US. And we're so lucky and so happy to have it in London. Yeah, we've been walking past the building for ages and we've been peering in the windows dying for it to open yeah i'm surprised we haven't been arrested for (laughs) (laughs) unseasonable behavior which would actually have been quite fitting because the building is actually a former magistrates court and police station for the bow street runners and we've had people like um dr crippen 
Vivian Westwood, the Cray twins, they've all been through these doors and you can too. Well, they're, they're almost like the, the original guests, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, less said about them. Let's, let's get on to uh, the hotel and the bars. Yeah. Well, what did you think? Just give us a little picture. Well, the, the, the hotel itself, it, it's beautiful. I mean, it is a listed building, so they've got to be careful how to handle it. But they've handled it with such sensitivity. Oh, it's so beautiful. It is. And I think they've done that thing that they do so well, where they've balanced taking all the original features, but introducing their unique, sophisticated, funky, mm. elegant style. And it is what they describe it as, is a, a home from home, if that's a sort of opulent home that you live in. But what they have done is made things really comfortable. So, yes, it's chic. Yes, it's sexy. Yes, it's glamorous. But you don't feel out of place being there, do you? No, quite, quite the opposite. It's, I think, And I think a lot of that comes down to the, the welcome Mm. And, and the staff they're, they're they're so on it and they're so lovely and friendly and you know and and it kind of also i think interestingly it didn't feel new in a good no, way they've done that so well i mean it just felt really like an old country home in london but sexed up and glammed up and actually made modern so you've got that kind of contemporary but also classic feel so there's lots of different nods that um get acknowledged here and they've done it to such a fantastic degree you just have to go in and see it for yourself yeah and do do we recommend uh you know having a little nose around don't just head to the bars no. although we'll be coming on to those shortly yeah, but yeah, do yeah, have yeah. a nose around because it's full of works of art i mean stunningly large amount of work yeah of they've art. got uh, 1600 pieces of art in yeah, the entire <laughs> in the entire hotel but they've also joined up with lots of different people to create the arts including some of the team from the royal opera house who actually are over the road and they've done a fantastic um oh, mural it's like a, a an etching on one of the the mirrored panels in the restaurant downstairs and it's in the style of aubrey beardsley and it's so beautiful but there's lots of modern art there's traditional art there's all kinds of feasts for the senses and particularly your eyes i think so talking of feasts mm. or thirsts, shall we head into the bars now? Yeah. So which one shall we start with? Well, let's go with Side Hustle, yeah? Okay. So this is the one that you enter from the street level. And one of the first things that you see is this fantastic, really cheeky image by uh, British photographer Martin Parr, who, even if you don't know his style, you will know his style. It's really bright and and sort of i don't know i don't know how to describe it but it's a very distinct style i love it's his jolly work. it made me jolly yeah, yeah it's great um and it's depicting um street life in in london but also that battle between the police and um corruption i guess yeah. which is what the whole building is <laughs> the all whole about buildings about and, and the thing is about the bar itself it's i think for me it's kind of like it, it represents that kind of axis that nomad have done really well between london and new york because it's almost like they've taken a London bar to New York and then brought it back to London. Yeah, yeah because also in there, there's that feel of a pub about it. It's, yes. not, it's not quite a British pub, but it's not quite a New York pub either. No. But 
that's part of the thing where I think that everyone will feel really comfortable there because it's it's sort of posh, but it's not posh. It feels like you can just pop in at 11 o'clock and have some tea and whatever, or you could be at 11 o'clock at night and have a good old party. It's yeah. just really, really great. And they've managed again that thing that you said, which is not like it's feeling new at all. It feels really lived in and very accessible. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing is certainly when we visited, there was a nice buzz and it does felt like you were dropping into your your, your, your neighbourhood bar, albeit a very, very sexy yeah. neighbourhood bar. Okay, so let's talk about the drinks then. Well, where do we start? So it's the the menu overall is about um agave based spirits drinks mm. and some mexican ingredients but not exclusively no so i think that's important to point out so even if you don't think that's your sort of thing you probably will discover a drink here that surprises you and you suddenly think actually i do i can go for these mm. and there's a nice mix of different styles of drinks so you've got things from refreshing drinks that are long and a little lighter in abv I went for a brilliant um, one called the banana stand, which is sherry, some rum, pineapple, banana and chocolate bitters. And it really is a what I would call a smashable drink, which means that you can have quite a few of them and just, you know, they go down very pleasantly. But the flavours are so beautifully balanced. Yeah. And I, and I think the thing about your drink and the drink I'm going to come on to and every drink that we saw coming out was they're all just understated elegance yes, to look at. There's yes. not loads of fancy garnishes. In fact, there's very few, hardly any garnishes that mm. I noticed. And the glassware is very elegant and simple, but everything looked like, oh, I want to try that. Yeah, and at the other end of the scale, they do have these big party drinks. So if you're in a group of your socially distanced, however many people you're allowed to be out with, you can get these great sharing bowls which are a bit more party centric and actually do have some fancy garnishes so they're very playful and they know how to read the mood right yeah very much so and in terms of the the drinks again i went for a drink from the spirit forward section, of course you did which i was uh irresistibly drawn towards <laughs> and you might be kind of an evening drink but i had it quite early and this was funny because i was uh, reading the description on the menu at the same time i saw a drink being sent out to another guest asked what it was and it turned out to be the one i was considering yes. so it was like a happy combination yes. of the two and this drink was called the black dahlia and it's a uh, mezcal Muscatel sherry, rye whiskey, amaro, and gran marnie. And it sounds like a lot of ingredients, but in the right hands, as the hands are here, they know how to balance so those things much so. perfectly. Was, I mean, it's a word we use and we could be accused of overusing, but it's it is a such a delicious drink mm. i just i can almost taste it in my head all over again yeah, and yeah, i just yeah. want to go back there now and drink <laughs> drink it all over again and i probably will very soon and we did have a beautiful old-fashioned as well which is really good so the drinks are fantastic and and also so is the food so you can sit at the counter and again like the drinks it's very mexican inspired we had uh, what did we have? We had a couple of, what do you call them, tacos. Yeah. And they were exceptional. Um, we had all sorts of things and it was just really, really good. Per- perfect food to accompany. Yeah, really nice nibbles. Yeah. But also because it is opposite the Royal Opera House, we can see that people will come here before the the performance and after as well. And I can really 
imagine the buzz that place is going to have. Yeah. It's going to be great. And I think that one other thing I'd add on that as well in the design, which is we, we sat at the bar because that's what we usually love to do. But also in terms of the layout, there's also some really nice booths. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. booths for groups, which is great. But also these rather cute little booths for two. Mm. So perfect for dates. Yeah, it's a really good space. So we highly recommend that. We also went downstairs into the atrium, which is the bar that accompanies the Nomad restaurant, which is also called the Atrium Restaurant. Now, it could be conceived as a restaurant bar, but it really isn't. This is a destination in its own right. Absolutely. And and not only that, you can actually eat at the bar, not just a snack, but you can have your full, full-on meal at the bar, which we did, and it was fantastic, and that, wasn't and it? And that's the thing, you know, if you like sitting at bars, as we keep saying, we, we love to. Mm. I mean, we do sit at tables occasionally, but we love sitting at bars, but you can do that and you still get the full yeah, restaurant experience that's, as that's well. that's much more of a New York thing. We yes. don't really do that so much in in london and if you do sit and eat at the bar it tends to be sort of snacks and stuff but this is very much about enjoying the full restaurant meal at the bar if you wish mm. and the drinks here are great and it does feel super swishy even though again it's comfortable it's yeah. such a lovely i mean you space. feel you feel glamorous the yeah. minute you walk in the, that you? atrium i mean we have to spend some time talking about that it is stupendous it's the first thing you see as you walk into the bar and it's a three-story atrium that used to be what was it i the, think it was the exercise yard or something for like the that. prisoners i think so yeah, yeah. something like that and it's now obviously all covered over covered now, over yeah. it so you get that lovely feeling of light and space but you're inside so you know we are talking british weather so you can get the best of both and even i can imagine even if it was raining it would be beautiful yeah you'd want to sort of hunker down yeah, and hear yeah, the pitter patter yeah. of the yeah. rain on the on but the glass you get roof. this wonderful yeah. daylight that comes through and it's incredible the drinks here are different to upstairs um much more classics you get the nomad classics which you get throughout the the bars actually there, there's a selection of classics from the atrium classics i had the on point which is obviously a nod to the royal opera um which was gin sherry uh vermouth and kirschwasser and dill beautiful beautiful balanced drink loved it mm. and i went for the water gibson which is oh uh, that is great <laughs> it was well uh, it what i lo loved about it let me just quickly tell you what was in it it was gin vodka uh pear eau de vie beeswax and some wine and oh and some wine and um, but they served on the side um you know gibson style there's some little pickled vegetables and this mm. might sound odd but the really thing that struck me about that was the vegetables tasted great like yeah. a little piece of really fresh carrot and that you sort of i was the dipping them in my drink mm. and eating them and ah oh, so, and the crunch it was oh it's a taste sensation mate. yeah it really <laughs> was and we're looking forward to going back and trying the espresso martini which mm -hmm. they've got on draft yeah and um and then also there's another place where you can drink at the moment that's the library which is beautiful if you can get a space there I would highly recommend it. They've got a great selection of curated books, everything from punk to design to art, all sorts of things. Of course, you don't have to read. You can have a meeting. No. 
But if only all libraries were like that. <laughs> these great books and oh, cocktails you would on the side. Love it. Yeah, I'd become a member of that library. Yeah, and then there's another bar which is opening. Is it October or uh, November? November? November. November, and that's yeah. going to be called Common Decency, and it's much more of a clubby, beautiful space, late night space. So yeah. we'll they're be really, back. really spoiling cocktail yeah, lovers, yeah, aren't yeah, they? And I mean really... cocktail lovers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back to um, give that a little check out, but. In in the meantime, we'll be going back and forward to Side Hustle and to the Atrium Bar, and I'll get a little something to get rid of my cold. Yeah, and we suggest, uh, obviously, we suggest <laughs> you check it out too. For um, And for more details on The Nomad, you can also take a look at our website where we have a behind-the-scenes roundup. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's definitely one of our new favourites. In every episode of the Cocktail Lovers podcast, one of the things we love doing is taking a look at a book from our cocktail library. This week, I've gone for Schofield's Fine and Classic Cocktails, or to give it its full title, Schofield's Fine and Classic Cocktails, Celebrated Libations and Other Fancy Drinks. Wow, that's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. And it, it really drew me in. I thought, oh, I like the sound of that already. It's actually by two brothers, Joe and Daniel Schofield. Between them, they've worked at some of the very best bars around the world. Now they're back home in their um, hometown of Manchester, where they've just opened their own bar, Schofield's Bar. And this is their book. It's interesting because they are very, very creative bartenders and they create great drinks. But what they've done here is create a book of classic cocktails and it's their take on them. And what I mean by that is Yes, these are classic cocktails, and yes, you can probably find all the drinks you you want to know about. But through their experience of working in bars over the years, they've adapted where necessary the recipes. So our palettes may have changed since the recipes were created in the 20s or 30s or whatever. So they might be slightly less sweet. They might be slightly less bitter, whatever. Mm, that makes sense, though, doesn't it? It does, because I suppose you could go back to the classic cocktails and wonder why they were classic, you know, if they don't work for you. But they've just they've just tweaked, tweaked them ever it. so slightly where necessary. So I think that's a, that, for starters, is a great idea. And I think it makes for a great book for the home bartender. In terms of design, it's it's a clean, simple looking book. The photography is delightful. All the recipes are arranged in alphabetical order. So it's easy to sort of look something up. And there's just a little bit of background on each drink. They've not sort of overly geeked out. They've just given us a little bit of yeah, history nice. or context. You want to context. have a little bit of, of, of an insight, don't yeah, you? Yeah, because we all like to sort of know something about a drink and you like to share that with your friends and so on. So, yes, the classics are all here. You know, you flick through it, as I've done many times. You know, dry martinis are here, cosmopolitans, espresso martinis, Irish coffees. All of the faves. All of the faves. But also what I like is there are slightly less well-known drinks. So, you know, like an aviation or indeed a, a New York sour, which I've enjoyed many times in bars, but never had the courage to make until I read this book. And mm -hmm. thought, yeah, actually, I can have a go at a New York sour at home. And they're all covered in this really accessible way. That's great. I like the look of it. It's very inviting, isn't it? It works really well. 
It is. It's kind of, yes, it's a user book, but it's also the sort of book, like, you know, I like to sit down and just pour over and sort of read in an evening. And the other thing which I really like is there's a nice little touch that, yes, these are all classic cocktails, but they've also featured a number of guest serves. So if you like, these are probably what you might call the modern classic cocktails. So there's some great names there. For instance, Ago Peroni, Alex Cretina, Jake Berger, Monica Berg, the Venin brothers, more brothers. And also, we were delighted to find Chris Moore's recipe for the champagne pina colada. Oh, yes. I think we need there. to do something on that drink alone at I some point. I think we point, will definitely, we? definitely be coming back to Chris's drink. But as I say, these are nice guest recipes. But the, the bulk of the book is about classic recipes. And as I said earlier, it's it's great for reading. It's great for discovering. And I would say it's the perfect book for the home mixer. It's published by Octopus and it's cost £15.99. For further details, see our Instagram, The Cocktail Lovers, or our website, thecocktaillovers.com. Marvellous. Our guest this week is Andy Shannon, co-creator of Candra Drinks, one of the newest and quite frankly most brilliant websites for making cocktails at home. It's fun, it's friendly, it's informative, and it's packed with everything you need to know to get mixing like an absolute boss. Andy's worked in the drinks industry for 12 years, starting his journey at 8 Bar in Falmouth before joining the team at the award-winning Kalukale in London, then taking on the role of bars manager at Edition and Punch Rooms in London, and later West Hollywood Edition Rooftop at some CV. Now, Candra Drinks takes all of this knowledge that Andy's acquired over the years and distills it into a brilliant website that is destined to become your new best mixing friend. Andy, welcome to the Cocktail Lovers podcast and congratulations on Candra. We think it's fantastic. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's so cool. What, what an amazing introduction. <laughs> Feels so great. It's so it's it's so early for us. So we've not had much opportunity as a team to to talk about the the platform very much. So actually hearing somebody else talk about it is uh super exciting. Good. Well, we're so happy to have you as one of our guests. And um, as Gary just said, that you've created this fantastic platform. So can you just talk us through it so people know what they can expect? Yeah, so we we talk about it as an educational platform, but in in simple terms, it's a it's a cocktail recipe website um, with hopefully all of the, the the detail that you need to be able to make better drinks to make drinks better is is the idea, so that you can become a hero in your own home and, and make drinks like a professional. We've got yeah recipes, but a shopping list calculator, which is, is a really fun feature. We've got a uh, recipe search as you would search if you were going into a bar and speaking to a bartender where you're talking through, you know, which spirit you like, which flavor you like. We've also got a really fun piece, which we think is super helpful if you're at home and, and you don't want to go to the shops, but you know, you've got a few different items, which is the what's in your kitchen element. So you can do a search with just the ingredients you've got at home. We've got menus for special occasions, which we've curated uh, a few different drinks. We've got playlists to go with those menus. Again, it, it's all about trying to bring some of that experience that we as a team have from years working in bars or with brands and want to make sure that someone at home can uh, can really make great drinks and entertain to the to the fullest fantastic also just before we drill into the site a little bit more which i'm looking yeah. forward to doing uh, mm-hmm. 
We mentioned earlier that you're the co-founder. Could you just tell us a little bit about who else is involved? Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's the exciting thing because uh, I'm, I'm working with a few friends. Seb Hamilton Mudge, he's actually written the majority of the site, actually. We, mm-hmm. we as a team, have kind of curated and tweaked everything else. But but the, the journey started with his book, but we'll talk about it a little bit more. Seb used to work for Plymouth and Beefeater as a global ambassador. Natalia, his his wife, is one of the other partners. She worked and, and launched uh, El Silencio Mezcal in the US, worked for Jameson Whiskey before that. And then uh, the last partner is Miles Johnson. Miles runs and owns a number of restaurants in the UK. Wow, it's a real dream team. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and friends as well, which is the, the best yeah. part about it. That's yeah, nice. so how did the idea come about and who would you say that you're really aiming it at? Yeah, well, the, the, the concept came about during during covid as i'm sure a lot of interesting concepts have happened now um we were we were starting to work on a a consultancy project it was a kind of transition from moving out of the addition into into what i was going to thinking about doing next and and we were looking at different sites for as inspiration for our consultancy website actually at the time and started to see a space where we 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 felt we could maybe impart some of our knowledge to the home drink Oh. And, and the thing is, you, you know, uh, there's so much work gone into the site. We, you know, we've spent a lot of time playing with it and it's absolutely mm-hmm. having, having a lot of fun playing with it. And one of the things that struck us was the sheer amount of content, not just in terms of the number of drinks, but there's brilliant illustrations. The photography is wonderful. Yeah. We love the videos. They're so simple and inclusive. And it, you know, just how much time did this actually take you guys to put together? It's crazy. It took us. Originally, this was the the concept, and a lot of the content was was based on a book Seb was writing, which was in in its format, cocktails without the BS. That was that was the sort of working title, and uh, that sort of that, that that developed. So a lot of that sort of teaching and content Seb had worked on over a number of years, but us actually putting it onto the site and creating the designs, the videos, and everything else. And and we're only doing this as this, a small team. We wanted to to be in control of everything we were doing. We wanted to create something that was fun, lighthearted, you know, clean and accessible, but not to be too stuffy. A lot of bright colours, and 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 you talked about inclusivity, and that was really a thing. We didn't want to, we didn't want to be the face of it. We wanted Kandra to have its own identity. I, I thankfully I've got a design background. I used to be a graphic designer before I got into right. to working in bars, so I, I had that experience of website construction and brand identity and and a passion for it as well so it, it was nice we all wanted to kind of creativity creatively what do you say did you have somebody in mind i know that you're aiming it at consumers but was yeah. there one particular person say your mom or your sister yeah. or your auntie Gloria, yeah that you... it's exactly that it's um we've each 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 partner probably thinks about it you know, said maybe thinking about his mum or his daughter, you know, still have a, a want to entertain in different ways, but also they don't really have a idea about making cocktails. So whenever we're creating these things, we have to, we ask the question, would they be able to make it? Would they understand this? When we're writing and talking, and this was a lot of it, we, we didn't want to dumb it down. We did want to simplify the information. We think that our audience is a, a smart audience and, and have a passion for, for making good drinks. Yeah, I think that's the thing is when we were looking at it and playing around with it, I think you've absolutely nailed the tone of voice because it's right in the middle there of, you know, there was so much stuff I was learning from it, Hmm. but it never felt like 
you were wagging your finger at me and saying, now take your glass. And (laughs) it felt like it felt like a mate was explaining it to me, which was really nice. That's a really nice way of explaining it. I think that that's exactly it. It's an arm around the shoulder. It's not. We we had this concept when with Burke or Seb did. And and, and when we developed the the site with uh, Natalia Miles, it was this idea that you've got a school book but you scribbled all over it and you've written your own notes and you've kind of, you've had someone else sketch over it. And that, that was kind of the, the idea. It's yeah, all the information's there, but it didn't need to take itself too seriously. Yeah. Mm, yeah, It's fantastic. Really, really good. Now, can you tell our listeners the various sections in, in the website, because there's so much there, there's lots of things on how to's and whatever. So can you remember them all even? (laughs) It feels like a test almost. I I, I sort of touched on them a a little bit before, but the the kind of key is recipes. Um, We've begun with 25 recipes at the moment and we want to build that out in partnerships with other brands is is a is something we want to do and we, we we want to work with and we want to really be champions for those products so you've got recipes that are curated by us with as you mentioned our own photography our own videos a recipe card which is done in parts something that you can means you don't need to have a you know the bar necessarily we want you to be able to make drinks at home with the things you've got in your kitchen we've got the two recipe searches the one that you have at home already the one that's doing it more like if you're in a bar looking at a menu going okay i fancy something long refreshing with mint and rum each recipe then links to an explanation or a video on how you stir why you stir how you shake what what a highball is and we were trying to say not dumb down but simplify and make sure that if you know we make a lot of assumption as bar professionals that someone would know what a highball is. My brother wouldn't. And that was yeah. kind of where we were coming to and, and what you alluded to before. We've got um, occasions which we really think exciting where you'd be able to book, okay, you've got a brunch coming up. You want to entertain your, your friends for brunch. Here's three drinks. Here's a playlist. Here's a menu that you can print out or just send to your friends so they have an idea what they're going to gonna get when they arrive. We've got... Uh, I talked about a playlist. We've got an, a shop that's going to be coming where we, we're planning on creating some some equipment that will go for the home user as well. What else have I talked about? I think that, that, that's a pretty decent yeah, amount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's enough I mean, anyway, which is I, good. I mean, that's one of, the, one of the many things I really loved about it was that sort of way you could find what's in your kitchen cupboard because we've all done that thing like a Sunday afternoon or something where you think, oh, I'd really like to make this. And then you start getting excited and then you think, oh, but I can't make this because I haven't got that. But this is t- turns out on its head. And I really like that way in of just saying, well, I've got some gin, I've got a banana. What yeah. can I do? And you give yeah. us an answer. Exactly. And we, we've actually one one item that I didn't talk about, which kind of links with that search and that idea that you don't necessarily, it can feel expensive when you see a lot of different drinks on a menu and yeah. on, on a website. And we wanted to, again, break down that barrier. So we've got another section Beyond that search, which we think is exciting, we've got another one that would be, okay, I've got a bottle of gin. What can you make? Here's three recipes you can make. Yeah, you'll need some ginger ale or some lemon juice or sugar, you know, some basic pantry items, but you don't need to go and buy three other bottles of spirits. So one one last thing, Andy, uh, as if you haven't done enough work already, what else have you got in the pipeline for the future? We like the idea of, you know, taking this in all sorts of directions. Maybe it's our own rtds maybe we make our own spirit it's it's exciting because this is our own our own project and we feel like the experience in our background all all sorts of avenues within the the drinks world 
Okay. So can you let us know where we can find you? Yeah, so it's candradrinks.com. So candra, C-A-N-D-R-A, and then drinks.com. So Candra actually is sort of stands for Candid Drinks Advice, and that's really sort of the principle. So, yeah, candradrinks.com. Marvellous. So thank you very much, Andy, and we're really looking forward to seeing the website grow because it really is fantastic. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Cocktail Lovers podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please tell your friends and make sure you never miss another episode by simply subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. For more details on the people, places and products mentioned today, head over to our website, thecocktaillovers.com.